<clears throat> Thank you so much. Yes, I have to pay tribute to the volunteers, and especially to Ellen de Baer, and all those who died in humanitarian missions. And of course, uh, as uh, we dedicate this morning to Ellen de Baer, I want to add on the list, the long list of those who died, my good friend Sergio Vera de Mello, my very good friend Nadia Younef, Fiola, Fiola Watson, and Jean-Selim Canaan, who died in Baghdad, member of the United Nations. We were together in Kosovo, they died in Baghdad. And believe me, there is no day passed with a sort of rediscovering of their sacrifice. Thank you for being young, dedicated, and strong. This, it is like if the conference room has been designed for you, young people, tomorrow's leaders. And also, Madame la Présidente, Yes, we need the UN system. Yes, we need a very powerful, young, always young idea, young system. We need the United Nations to change the world. And I have now seven minutes to tell you the way we try to change the world with you. This is a bit short. <laughs> but we, in a way, succeeded. You succeeded. It was a medical story with doctors of the world and formerly Doctor Without Borders. Remember, it was absolutely illegal to take care of a patient on the other side of the border. You were not allowed. It was absolutely against the law because in that time the doctors were related to their own patients, not only for economical reasons, for economical reasons also. My patient, they said. So the other's patient, they were not absolutely out so far from taking care of them. We decided it was in 68, some friends, and that's why one person can change the world. Yes, please, please believe that. We were two, five, ten at the beginning, not to accept first lesson. First lesson, never accept the suffering of the others. The others' suffering is your suffering. But sometimes, to take care of them, to change, start changing the world, you have to be illegal. Be illegal to change the law, my dear friends. I'm telling that in a sort of uh, temple of legacy. But this is the first step. We had to take care of Others persons suffering, others person patients, and we did. At the beginning, we were supposed to be doctor without diploma, or the EPs of medicine. And now, after the Nobel Prize, of course, for peace, it has changed, let's say, the conservative view of the people. First lesson, to change the law at the beginning, you have to be illegal. Don't accept this law closed, retracted, inside borders. Second, it was of course uh, difficult uh, 
to send doctors all over the world. But we did, we tried. And it was not enough. The first step was doctor without border, how to send some specialists for a while, for some months, for some years. But it was, in fact, a political will, not only a humanitarian. Don't accept second lesson learned. Don't accept not to consider globally a political will and a humanitarian will. They are based on the same movement, the same feeling, the same strengths. Sometimes you need the political people involved to change, of course, the condition of the poor of the poor. So it was, in the same time, a political access to other places, other countries, of course, with respect to the sovereignty of states, but also with respect to the sovereignty of people, mankind. To consider the people one by one, is it possible with six billions of people on the earth? Yes, it must be done like that. One by one, person by person. And so we did, and starting in a medical way, to consider the globalization of the world as a whole, but the positive globalization. And now, and President Festek knows that very well, with AIDS, we must, coming from Doctor Without Borders, going to patient, patient without borders. All the patients of the world, the suffering everywhere is the same, despite of the color of the skin, the religion, or the economic level of the person. And AIDS push, the fight against HIV AIDS push us to realize this concept of patient without border with the support of the Secretary General, with the Global Fund. It was impossible just to imagine money going to the person, the poor person suffering of AIDS. One year ago it was impossible and step by step we changed the world, politically, humanly, humanitarianly. So, just to hand, because I know that eight minutes, you know, it is not only to pay respect and tribute to those who have been killed, but today, today, in the newspapers of today, uh, two persons have been uh, um, jailed in Khartoum, two members of Doctor Without Borders, Vincent Eudes and Paul Foreman. Why? Because they just published a report on Violations of human rights inside the camps out of the border in Chad, but also in Darfur. And the Secretary General was in Darfur some few days ago. And they just published what is, has been, yes, well known all around the world, the suffering and the death of thousands and thousands, nobody knows how many thousands of persons. So we must move always. We must never accept. And uh, when I was listening to my good friend Paul, I remember when he was in charge of Hotel Mille Collines, finding some people like Paul, some very simple, humble hero, give you, or gave me in that time, strength enough to fight against the rest of the world. It must be done. Because in fact, Rwanda, we were calling every night the rest of the countries. We promised us to interfere, and they did not.
So moving to the patient we were, and it was political, moving to another right, the right to interfere. Here in the United Nations system, we used to call it the responsibility to protect. This is the goal, my dear friends. We must sacrifice all our life and time, and not life, it's possible, to set up this concept of the responsibility to protect. We failed in Rwanda, and for the moment we felt in Darfur, and we felt in Chechnya, and we felt in other places. Last lesson, don't accept to stay quiet. Always protest, because you, young people, especially here in United Nations, you are the necessary strength to help us, and we need you. Thank you.